Welcome to the City of Life Church Houston social media church broadcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Ellis Deli. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of City of Life Church Houston, we welcome you to City of Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we, we thank you for all that you're doing for us today. We thank you, Lord God, for the people who have tuned in to hear your word today. We thank you, Lord God, that you're going to bless this word and you're going to cause your people to receive this word and they're going to grow thereby. Father God, I pray today that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for all the signs, wonders, and miracles of God that you're going to do for these, your people today. In Jesus' name, Father, let it be a time of the supernatural and the miraculous. Let it bring forth a breakthrough and a change of story by way of the anointing for your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's get right to it. You know, today on the Seat of Life social media church broadcast, we're going to be talking about something that's very important to you to your, with your walk with God, and that is understanding the three main anointings, understanding the three main anointings. There are three main anointings, I believe personally, that every believer needs to have operative in their life. The anointing of blessing, the anointing of healing, and the anointing of increase. These anointings, I mean, there are more than just that in the Bible, but these enablements of the Spirit of God on your life will make your life exponentially better. So let's look at it in the word of God for the next three Sundays. We're going to be devoted to bringing you the supernatural light and truth of the word of God concerning blessing, healing and increase. And in these three main anointings, if you get them operative in your life, you're going to see your life change. You're going to see your life be transformed. You're going to see the power of God come in your life and bring you to where you want to be the head and not the tail above only, not beneath. So let's go right to it. Turn with me in your Bibles, talking about the anointing now. Turn with me in your Bibles. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 10. You know, there is an anointing. The anointing is the life, nature, and ability of God on a person, place, or thing to make it to be what God wants it to be. The anointing of God in your life can change your life and elevate you, amen, to be on the top and in control of every situation in your life. And when you get a revelation of the anointing, that's when that's going to take place. Amen. Praise God. So let's look at it. Isaiah chapter 10, verse number 27. The Bible says, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken from off of thy shoulder and his yoke from off of thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The anointing is the burden moving, yoke destroying power of God unto his people to change their stories and make them to be who God called them to be. Praise God. When you got the anointing of God on your life, you got the power of God with you wherever you go. Jesus needed that same anointing. The anointing of God is the Holy Spirit's covering of approval on your life to make you who God called you to be, to make doors open that people said would never be open, to cause things to happen in your life that people said would never happen in your life, to bring restoration, to bring a reestablishment of God's power in your life so that people around you know that, hey, yeah, the blessing is on their life and we need to hear what they got to say in this matter. Praise God. Let's look at it. Jesus needed that anointing. Look at Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10 Verse number 38, Jesus was anointed of God. You need that anointing. 
to know about the Holy Spirit's ministry in terms of the anointing is very important for every believer. If you don't understand how the anointing works, you'll never be able to flow in God's power. Amen. Now, the things that we're talking to you today about are supernatural things. It has nothing to do with theology or religious philosophy. It has to do with the spirit of God coming into your life to change your story and to make you to be who God called you to be. Look at Acts chapter 10, verse number 38. I just got a few scriptures here for you today. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? With the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. When you have the anointing of God on your life in, the, in, in your workplace, when you have the anointing of God on your life, uh, I don't care, in your business, when you have the anointing of God, amen, even working with you and your family, the spirit of God will protect you and cause what God wants to be for that job, for that business, and for your family to manifest in Jesus' name. And we need to know about that today. Jesus had that anointing on his life. He had the approval of God to do signs and wonders. And that's what the church needs so much today. The church needs to be anointed in this time that we live in. And we're going to be looking at the anointing of increase today. But first, we need to see that there is an anointing. There's a supernatural enablement of the power of God to come on your life. So that when you're out there in the world, the things that are in the world, you're exempt from them and you can still have God's best in your life. There is no economic problem. There is no uh, economic situation financially that God, by way of his anointed power, can rest upon you to make you the head, not the tail, above only, not beneath. While others are being laid off, you'll have more than enough. While others are suffering shortages, you'll have all your needs met. Why? Because you are walking in the power of God and his supernatural covering is on your life. You are anointed to have what God said you can have according to the word of God. Now, now understand this. This is not carrot stick ministry. This is not green prosperity handkerchiefs. Of, hey, if that's what that kind of stuff you believe in, if that's what you believe in, pop your collar, do your thing. I'm talking about what's written in the word of God. You don't need a radio preacher or a television minister uh, bamboozling you to make you believe the word of God. I'm going to show you in the word of God how to activate God's power for your life. And it's going to change your life forever. Let's look at it. Luke chapter four. Look at verse number. Look at verse number 18, talking about the necessity of the anointing of God on your life when you're out there living for God. Amen. That's the only way I can see it. Look, look at Luke chapter four, verse number 30. Uh, excuse me. Luke chapter four, verse number 18. Jesus was anointed of God. Jesus said this in verse number 18. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Listen to me, folks. The good news to the poor is you don't have to be poor anymore if you get in a covenant relationship with God and get the understanding of his word in your life. The darkness in your life can be broken and the light of the power of God can shine and you 
can be the head, not the tail. I say it again, above only, not beneath. Oh, yeah, there's darkness. I lived in spiritual darkness for a long time, living beneath the level of my privilege because I didn't understand what the word of God. I mean, I was in church. Amen. I mean, a lot of people go to church, but they don't come to God. Amen. Honey, it's time to start coming to God. It's time to start coming to the into the knowledge of the word of God and not just go to church. The pandemic taught us that the church building was not an essential element of God's power. It was the people filled with God's spirit that the power of God resided in. Amen. And I, I, I was in darkness for a long while, spiritual darkness, living beneath the level of my privilege. Amen. And uh, until I found the truth in the word of God, look at Acts 26, verse 18. We all got to deal with this darkness. Amen. I mean, just like revelation comes in layers, darkness disappears by layers. Amen. I got saved. I backslid. Amen. I got saved. I remember I got saved and I, I got baptized. I was in a holiness sanctified church over there at New Day, my New Day family. Amen. And, you know, I, I kind of got away from that and, you know, but I stayed in church. You know, I was in this other denominational church. I won't call the name of the denomination. But I'm telling you, you got to stay on fire for God. You got to stay focused. You got to stay on fire for God. And when you do that and you stay in his word, the darkness in your life will change. Glory to God. Look at Acts chapter 26, verse number 18. Here's why. Here's what uh, here's what uh, Paul said. Here's what God told Paul to do in his ministry. And that's the same ministry that we have. He says to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. From the power of Satan unto the power of God that they may receive forgiveness of sin and an inheritance. There it is among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Praise God. He said to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. I'm telling you, when you get out of that darkness, and you understand the workings of the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God. Then God can come in by way of his spirit and begin. Watch this now to operate in your life to increase you and restore you to the place that God wants you to be. Let's look at the Holy Spirit's ministry for a moment. The Holy Spirit has a ministry. His ministry is to make the word of God, what God promised, manifest in the lives of those who believe in him. Amen. The word of God is supernaturally empowered to deliver unto you everything that Jesus Christ died for you to have. Amen. And you ought to want that in your life. Let's look at what the Bible says in Romans chapter eight. I got some scripture for you today. Romans chapter eight. Glory to God. Verse number. I think it's verse number thirty two. Let's look at that. Romans eight thirty two. You say, you mean to tell me God wants me to have something in my life? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. You need to get ready. Amen. This whole nation is preparing itself for an economic stimulus package from the government. Honey, I'm telling you, you need to be preparing yourself for a financial increase anointing that's coming from God before any kind of uh, natural realm money comes into your hand. Amen. Because God will take the little that you get and make it go further. I'm telling you, little becomes much. Amen. When you're operating under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and you have a covenant with God. Here's what the Bible says in Romans chapter eight, verse 32. God wants you to have certain things in your life. The Bible says this. 
he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? There is an anointing that God will release on your life that will make the doors open, that will cause the increase to come, that will put you in a favorable financial situation of restoration and establishment because God don't want you to keep starting over. See, the devil may not be able to stop you, but he knows that if he can keep you starting over, it's just like he can keep you out of uh, God's best in your life. So we got to pay attention to what God is doing around us. We got to believe God for more because he sent Jesus Amen. For us to have everything that we're supposed to have. Well, now, if that's true, then we need to find out just what it is that Jesus died for us to have. The Bible says he was spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not also with him freely give us all things? Then, well, we need to know what Jesus has died for us to have. Well, where do we find that at, Pastor Taylor? Look over there in Revelations chapter uh, five, Revelations chapter five. He, the enemy don't want you to know these things. That's why I'm telling you this. He don't want you to know that you don't have to depend on any government. You don't have to depend on anybody, any preacher to get you in the proper relationship with God. All you got to do is live a lifestyle of faithful obedience to the word of God. And when you do, the anointing of the Holy Spirit will be released. Now, I understand I'm not talking against the fivefold ministry. We need our pastors. We need our apostles. We need our prophets. We need our evangelists and teachers. But the responsibility of mind renewal for these supernatural things to take place in your life and so that you can receive a change of story is totally upon you. Glory to God. Let's look at what Jesus really died for us to have. What do we find at it? Revelation chapter 5. Let's go to... Revelation chapter five, look at verse number nine. The Bible says, and they sung a new song saying, thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seal thereof. For thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred tongue and people and nation. That's the cure for racism right there. <laughs> That's it right there. You know, praise God. You, you know, you have politicians calling the whole continent of Africa uh, a curse word and we know that wasn't from God so if, if you know that's that's for free he said you have redeemed us by your blood out of every kindred tongue nation and people and has made us unto God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth and I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders and the number of them was ten thousands times ten thousands times ten thousands Unnumerable, and look at verse 12 saying listen to what they said saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb that was slain here's the reason why jesus was slain that was slain to receive power that's the anointing riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing jesus died for you to receive all of that glory to god he died so that you can receive power he died so that you can receive riches. He died that you can receive the wisdom of God. He died that you can receive strength in his earth. Amen. Glory to God. And he died that you might have honor and glory and blessing in your life. And honey, if you limit, into, if you limit that to just money, you just missed the boat. Praise God. The anointing is greater than money. Glory to God. If you got the anointing on your life, honey, listen, you can show up and you won't even need money. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The anointing of favor. The Bible says a man's gift will make room for him, 
before kings. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So understand something. You got to understand that there's an anointing. You have to understand that God has a plan and a purpose in your life. Amen. To increase you. Amen. To bring you to the forefront and to make amen what he redeemed you for manifest in your life. Let's look at the redemption process, the reality of redemption. Now, what I'm talking to you today about, you don't even have to. I mean, you got to beat the drum for Christians to receive this. But if you go talk to a Jewish person, they received this stuff. They were raised on this stuff. Amen. They were raised to believe that God's plan is the best plan. They were raised to believe that there's a land uh, of milk and honey for them. They were raised to believe and understand that there's a partnership between God and their money. Amen. That's why they remained blessed and they understood the reality of redemption. And that's what we got to do. We got to receive it because God don't have a respect of a person. Look at Galatians chapter three. Amen and amen. The problems in your life financially are going to be solved by way of this anointed teaching. When you hear about these three main anointings, and right now we're looking at the anointing of increase. Amen. Through Jesus Christ. Listen to this. Galatians chapter 3, verse number 13. Let's look at it. The Bible says, Christ, the anointed one in his anointing, has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Why? That the blessing of Abraham may come on the Gentiles, that's us, through Jesus Christ, that we might receive, glory to God, the promise of the Spirit. The Spirit is the anointing through faith. There is a supernatural covering that comes upon your life to make your life exponentially better in Jesus' name. Now, understand it's, it's, to, it's for a purpose. Look at verse number 27. Let's go to verse number 27 of that same chapter 3. The Bible says this, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ, the anointing. There's neither Jew nor Greek, told you he's not a respecter of person. There's neither born nor free. There's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ is, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Let me tell you something. You got an inheritance. You got an inheritance of blessing. You have an anointing of increase available to you. And if you know about it and walk in the power of the knowledge of God, you can have what God said you can have. It's time for the church to grow up. Look at Galatians chapter 4, verse 1. Here's the reason. Until you grow in revelation, until you grow in the knowledge of God, God won't release that power on your life. Honey, I wouldn't give my son, I, I'm a gun owner, amen. I'm a, I'm a preacher, but I'm a gun owner, amen. But I wouldn't allow my son to handle any of my weapons, glory to God, if he didn't have the knowledge of operating in them, glory to God. I mean, he can be in the same house with me, but he'll never, amen, hallelujah, be able to operate in that power. Praise God. And the church needs to grow up. Look at Galatians chapter 4, verse 1. Until you get this understanding, until you get your mind renewed and have your heart open to God and say, Father, God, come into my heart. I want to walk with you. I want to make you my source. I want a covenant relationship with you. I want to do the things that please you. I want to forgive. I want to walk in love. I want to have uh, peace with my brothers. Amen. And my sisters in the earth. Until you do that, you'll never walk in the power of God. You'll be in religion. Amen. Praise God. Here's what Galatians chapter four, verse one says. Now I say that the heir. That's us. 
as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant or slave, though he be Lord of all. Glory to God. Honey, I'm telling you, until you get your mind renewed on this supernatural book called the Bible, you are not living your life like God intended. You were never, let me say this to you, you were never intended to walk here in this earth apart from the written word of God. Try it and I guarantee you're struggling. Guaranteed. Now I'm telling you, you can get in a fellowship with God and get in a covenant relationship and the power of God's spirit will come in and deliver you from the least likely to make it. And I'm telling you something I know. And to, to being the head, not the tail, above only and not beneath. Praise God. God can do it, saints. I'm telling you, he can restore anything that you have lost and make it be like you've never been without it. Amen. But we got to learn this in the word of God. And we got to understand that God has a plan through his anointing to do that for us in our life. Now, it will be, though it is the will of God. Let me say it like that. It's the will of God for you to increase as a child of God and live under his anointing of blessing as you live your life of faithful obedience toward him. Faithful obedience. Let's look at it in the word of God. Let's look at uh, John. Let's look at that. Third John. Let's go there. Third John. Hallelujah. I think it's third John two. Let's look at that. Third John two. Let's look at that. Now we're getting into the increase part of it because I want you to see that God has a plan to increase you. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're doing pretty good on time. God has a plan of increase for you in your life. Third John two. Let's look at that. It's right here. It was here. Okay, here we go. Third John chapter two. You know the scripture, beloved, I will that you prosper and be in health. I wanted you to see it. It says, uh, beloved, I will that you prosper above all things and that thou mayest uh, be in health. Let me read that again. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospered. Amen. For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth. So you got to have some truth in you. That is in thee, even as thou walketh in truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. The word of God is the truth. Once you get into it and see that God's plan is the best plan and begin to walk according to the word of God, begin to live your life according to the word of God. Hebrews chapter 11, verse six, say that he that comes to God must first believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God said in his word that if we get our priorities right. He'll have, he will add everything we need to us in our life. Matthew chapter six, verse 32 says this, but seek ye first. The kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. I'm telling you all the things that you need in your life, all the things you need for your career, all the things you need for your business, all the things you need for your family will be added unto you according to the word of God, because it's written right here in God's word. So we're going to look at it today. The anointing of increase. God has increased on his mind. You are called to be a supernatural person. So you're going to have to take on a supernatural mindset because God has a plan of increase and prosperity for your life. And you got to buy into that plan and you got to expect God to do it. Amen. Let's look at it. I got a few scriptures here I want to share with you. Amen. God has a plan of increase. He has increase on his mind because we serve the God of increase. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 20, chapter 29. 
verse number nine. I want you to see this. We don't want to go too far over on time, but I need you to see this. There's an anointing of increase and God has increased on his mind for you. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse nine. Let's look at it. The Bible says this. Keep therefore the words of this covenant, the word of God, and do them that you may prosper in all that you do. So therefore, I can deduce from that that my increase and the anointing that God placed in my life for it is not limited to money or finances. Increase has to do with your number of the days that God can increase you to live. He said, beloved, I will that you prosper and be in good health. Increase has to do with me increasing in the wisdom of God. Proverbs 4 verse 7 says, above all you're getting, get thee an understanding. If you get an understanding of the word of God, you'll have insight to other things that you might not even be qualified to have insight to. I'm a living witness to that also. God can bless you, amen, naturally in your thinking to elevate you, glory to God, hallelujah, in learning and understanding that that anointed him be on your life. And people be like, wow, where did he get that from? He never went to college for that. How did he achieve that? Uh, he never uh, uh, studied for that. The favor of God on your life, folks, can open up doors that you can walk through and experience the increase of God. Let me tell you something. God don't care about what your status was. He's talking about what it shall be. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, uh, the Bible talked about, hallelujah, about Joseph, how God anointed Joseph with the Holy Ghost. Amen. How he was with him and he increased him. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Joseph was a slave. Amen. Glory to God. But uh, you know what? Uh, uh, Potiphar bought him and an anointing came on Joseph's life. The Bible says, uh, but the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. A man who had just been bought as a slave was now a man in charge of Potiphar's house. And he went from being a butler in Potiphar's house to being in charge of his whole household, a household manager. Amen. And he rose to be the governor of Egypt. Glory to God. Why? By way of anointing. Without a college degree, without a man, any kind of certification, the anointing of the Holy Spirit came on his life in that situation. Amen. And elevated a man because God needed to use him. Glory to God to preserve a nation. So we're going to look at the fact that God has increased on his mind for you. And we're not going to stay too long, but I want you to see this. Amen. I want you to see that God has benefits in his plan. Amen. And he has increased on his mind about you. Look at Psalms 115. We're not going anywhere until you get this increase anointing. Well, I thought you was talking about an anointing that God would do it. No, God works through his word. Amen. There's an anointing in the word. And if you get the word of God concerning increase, that increase that you need to have all your debts paid in full, that increase that you need to pay that tuition for that child, that increase that you need to pay that daycare. Hello. Amen. And to pay that car note and that mortgage, it'll come into your life because you're filling yourself up with the truth of the word of God for increase. And in the word of God has an anointing in it. Look what, what the Bible says in Psalms 115, verse number 12, concerning you. The Bible says, the Lord has been mindful unto us. And you know, God's thinking about you right where you are, right in this 
pandemic. He's thinking about you. Praise God. He's wondering when it, what is it going to take to get you full of his word? What is it going to take, glory to God, for you to start worshiping him in your house? What is it going to take for you to begin to walk in the blessing and establish a covenant relationship with him through the tithe and the offering? And what is it going to take for you to show interest in his local church? Watch this now. To get his anointing flowing in your life. Glory to God. And this is what he said. The Lord has been mindful unto us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord. See, you qualify. That fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Glory to God. God has promised to increase you and your children. Amen. He's been mindful unto you. He wants your household blessed and he wants some generational uh, blessings to flow, uh, flow out of your life under your children. Amen. I'm telling you, God can do it supernaturally for your business. Let's look at that. Luke chapter five and we'll stop. Luke chapter five, this anointing of increase is an anointing that you need to be praying and asking God about. It'll bring about a change of story. It will bring about the supernatural and the miraculous in your business. It'll bring about the supernatural and the miraculous in your finances. I'm telling you, if you submit yourself under the mighty hand of God, there is nobody in this earth that will stop God from delivering you. He said, if you su submit yourself under the mighty hand of God, who will exalt you in due season? This is your due season. Glory to God. You ought to receive that. Hallelujah. This is your due season. This is your time. This is the time that God appointed for you to come up. Amen. And for you to have what he said you can have in Jesus name. Look at Luke chapter five. Amen. Hallelujah. No more tall. Glory to God. No more struggle. The anointing ends all tall in your life. You won't have to struggle for it. You don't have to fear about, well, I'm running out. There will be no shortages. The drought is over in your life because I am preaching a life-giving word and I'm releasing the anointing of increase for you now in Jesus' name. According to the word of God, amen, as a minister of God. Look at Luke chapter 5. In Luke chapter 5, we're talking about how God can increase you even in your business. In Luke chapter five, the Bible says, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him, Jesus, to listen to this, hear the word of God. He stood by the lake of Gennesaret and, and he saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships which was Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and you know what Jesus did? He taught the people out of the ship. Honey, I'm telling you, we're coming into a season and a time where the people of God, the people of God need to have the word of God explained and taught to them so that they can operate in it and function in it and have it in their life. He sat down there and he taught them people. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at verse number four. And when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, lunch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draw. Well, I always ask myself, what was it that Jesus was teaching? He was teaching about the anointing of increase. He had already told him that the spirit of the Lord was upon him. And now with the spirit of the Lord upon his life, he began to 
teach them about the anointed of increase. And he turned to Simon Peter and he said, go ahead and launch out uh, for launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draw. Now, Simon Peter being an earthbound glory to God, thoroughly natural minded Christian. Simon Peter answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Now, understand something. Toil, toil now, it brings struggle in your life. When you're working hard and you're not doing any better, you're working, you still can't pay off your debts. You're working and you still, amen, still having trouble in your home. You know what it is? You're under a curse and that curse is tall, and the Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. When you come under the anointing, God works with you. There's nobody on your job, nobody in your business, and nobody in your house can bring a curse against your life. Glory to God, because you're anointed of God. And wherever the anointing is, the ability of God is. The Zoe life of God, the life, nature, and ability of God will be with you. Glory to God, to make your life exponentially better. So he said, we tall all night and have taken nothing. Tall always leads to nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net at thy word. Well, he, he did one thing. He obeyed. And when they had this, this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And he beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sing. Listen to me. When Simon Peter saw that, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, I am a sinful man, O Lord. He recognized that Jesus had an anointing on his life that caused this to happen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And he wants to do that for you. He wants to bring in a Boatload sinking, fishnet breaking, anointing to your life, to your business, to your job, and to wherever it is, your, whatever your assignment is, God wants to bless it with his spirit of increase and cause it to increase, amen, and to multiply and to be great here in this earth. Amen and amen. Well, that's all I have for you today on this segment, amen, of the three main anointings. I want you to understand something. I'm going to pray the prayer of faith. We're going to release the anointing of increase for you on your job, on your business, and on your family. So that increase will be all around you wherever you go. He said he wanted you to increase in all that you do, according to Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 9. And so increase, you got to understand this now. The way that we teach it at Seed of Life Church, it's more than money. If you limit it to money then you just missed the boat. Glory to God. Understand that. God has a plan to bring you out of distress financially. He has a plan to bring up your credit score. He has a plan to move you out of that apartment. He has a plan, glory to God, to get you stable transportation so that you can get to and fro with you and your children, mom. I'm telling you, God has a plan to bring the increase anointing in your life. And if you pray with me and agree, the power of of that anointing is going to come on your life. Let's agree. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we pray and we worship you, dear sir, for all that you're doing and all that you have done and all that you're going to do today. I thank you for the anointing 
of increase that's clearly written in your word. I thank you, Lord, that it is you who give it us the power to get wealth. And I thank you that you supply the anointing to get it done in Jesus name. I pray, Father, right now that you would open up doors for those who need doors open right now. I pray, Father God, that you would come in with your financial favor and turn every negative situation in their finances around right now. In Jesus Christ's holy name, we pray. We receive the blessing power of God on our lives right now because you said, beloved, I will that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospered. Lord, touch our minds to understand covenant living with prosperity and increase as a benefit. In Jesus' name, we receive it from you. Amen and amen. Saints, I believe that if you agree with that prayer, I believe something is changing in your life. I believe the turnaround and the breakthrough has started. And if you need that in your life, the first step you need to do, first thing you need to do is accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all you got to do is pray this prayer with me right now. Just say it. Dear Lord Jesus, I know without you I die and go to hell. I know without you that I'm lost in this darkness of the world. Lord Jesus, I don't want to die and go to hell, and I don't want to live under the darkness of the curse. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe, amen, in the name of Jesus that God raised you from the dead. I believe in the name of Jesus that you're coming again. I receive you as my Lord and Savior, and you've made redemptions my reality. In Jesus' name, I accept your blood. Amen. That's my sacrifice at Calvary, and I claim you as my Lord and Savior. My friends, I believe if you prayed that prayer, you got born again, and you're now part of the family of God, and this supernatural word called the Bible will work in your life. Until next week, that's all we got. I'm Pastor Ellis Daly. On behalf of my wife, Charlene, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of Seed of Life Church, Houston, we want you to do one thing on this upcoming week. Live supernaturally and speak life because at Seed of Life, we want you to know and remember that Jesus is Lord. See you next week.